You are listening to Seek the Good, Episode 8, Life is 50-50. This is the podcast where we seek the good in life, in others, and in ourselves to create an extraordinary life. This is Seek the Good, and I'm your host, Jaquel Tool. Hello, thank you for joining me again on the podcast. Um, today, we are going to talk about how life is 50-50 and why if we embrace this, our life is so much better. So what do I mean by 50-50? What I mean by 50-50 is that half of life is sad and hard and half of life is amazing and wonderful. If you think about when we were growing up, how many times... <laughs> Okay, not even when we're growing up. Right now, people say, you shouldn't be sad or stop crying. It's okay. You should be happy. A lot of times we say these things because to other people because we want them to be happy. But we're missing the point of life in a sense when we just want to be happy all of the time. We were here. We were sent here to life to experience all emotions. That's why God created us as human beings with all emotion. I love the scripture in 2 Nephi 2.23. says, Wherefore, they would have remained in a state of innocence, and this is talking about Adam and Eve, having no joy, for they knew no misery, doing no good, for they knew no sin. But behold, all things have been done in the wisdom of him who knoweth all things. And then there's the famous scripture that we hear all the time, right? Adam fell that men might be, and men are that they might have joy. How many of you hear that men are that they might have joy and think that something's wrong with you when you're not feeling joy, that you're not doing life right if you're not feeling joy? Because the scriptures tell us, right, we are that we might have joy. But I want to tell you that you are not doing anything wrong if you are not always feeling joy. But there is a way to create more joy. And I think it is embracing the 50% of life that is not very easy. Another way, I don't really like saying bad feelings or good feelings, but there are feelings that feel more uncomfortable in our bodies, right? And there's feelings that feel amazing in our bodies, that feel so good. I liked in the Friend magazine, and if you look on the Gospel app, and you look up dealing with strong emotions. It's a friend magazine for children. And I loved how they word this. They said, anger, anxiety, fear. Children often need help understanding and dealing with strong emotions. And I love how they use the word strong emotions, not negative emotions. And then it goes on to say, for example, when children express anger, they may actually be feeling afraid or hungry or have some other unmet need. We can help our children understand that difficult feelings are not wrong or bad. While strong feelings are normal, sometimes they also give clues to help us identify problems that we can help children solve. And I'd, I'd suggest to just apply that to ourselves too. Sometimes when you're feeling, I love how they use the word strong emotions or difficult feelings. They're difficult for us to process because they don't feel good. When we have those feelings, usually they're clue 
to help us know something is off, that something needs to change. But a lot of times what we do is we add some shame or guilt to the puzzle. (laughs) We are feeling bad because something happened and we don't think it should happen. And then we start adding, like if I'm feeling upset and then I feel like I shouldn't feel upset. So I add some guilt or some shame around feeling upset. Then that just compounds the negative feeling. It just adds and makes it bigger and bigger. But what about this? What if you just felt upset and just let your body be upset and recognize I'm being upset because of a sentence in my brain and that's okay. I'm here on life, to here on earth to feel all emotions. And I can handle upset. (laughs) And if I stop fighting it, because when I start adding shame or guilt, I try to resist feeling that in my body. And it's hard to process or move on. And it just makes it longer and harder experience. For example, last week, the last few days of the week last week, I was feeling so overwhelmed. Like so overwhelmed. And so as I was feeling overwhelmed, I thought I just need to make a list because sometimes that helps when I just make a list of what I need to do. And then I realize it's not that big of a deal. Then I can just go through my list and if and look at it and I feel a lot better. But sometimes when I start writing my list from overwhelm, I have such a huge list that I think thoughts like, I could never get all this done. There isn't enough time. And when I think thoughts like that, it just creates more overwhelm. So I felt like I was just like fighting the overwhelm and trying not to fill it for a few days. And my awesome husband, I think it was on Friday, he said, he asked how I was doing or something like that. And I just kind of was like, I just want to stop feeling this anxiety and overwhelm. And he... (laughs) had the kids go in the other room and he closed our door and he said, okay, if you're feeling overwhelmed, let's make a list. And he started asking me questions. Why are you feeling overwhelmed and all this stuff? And I just started to cry and I could tell that my husband was uncomfortable with me feeling overwhelmed and he didn't, he doesn't like me to experience negative, (laughs) difficult emotion, not negative emotion, but difficult emotion. And of course he does because he loves me and he wants me to feel happy. But when he just forced me to kind of sit there and feel the overwhelm, like I started to cry and it was the first time like I was expressing from that emotion. Like I was allowing it to be in my body and do whatever it was going to do in my body, whether it be tears or the tightness in my chest, like I just allowed it to be there. And once I did that, I felt so much better afterwards. Him and I made a list of different things we can do and and that kind of stuff. And that was all good, but I don't think it's what stopped me from feeling overwhelmed. I think it was just me sitting with that emotion finally allowed me to move past the overwhelmed. The only way, you know, to get to remove an emotion is through it. I think that could definitely be true. I just want to 
to talk about real quick how I, th- I know that the Savior felt any emotion that you feel. So some of you may feel depressed sometimes. I know that Christ felt depressed. He felt that emotion so that he could understand you and what you're feeling and what you're experiencing. And Christ overcame it. And so he can help you through it and know you perfectly. He took on all those things. Any, any difficult emotion, any difficult feeling. And he just wants us to feel it and help us through it. So just remember, life is 50-50. And I promise that once, I think sometimes we think, once I get to this certain goal or this in my life changes, then I won't have that 50-50 experience anymore. Life will be so much better. But when we just accept and realize that no matter what goals we accomplish or what circumstances around us change, once we get to that weight, once we get to that amount of money, life is still 50-50. We still have negative or <laughs> I keep seeing negative, which is, is kind of negative in the sense like it's difficult. We will always feel those difficult emotions throughout our life. And once we embrace that and accept that, then we can have more joy. We can actually experience the 50% of emotions that are more positive more. When we, when we resist the negative emotions, then we compound them and add more to them. So we're maybe even having more of a like 70% negative and 30% positive because we aren't allowing the negative. We're being sad because of the sadness and just makes that part of the circle so much bigger. But when we just accept that 50% is going to be hard and just allow it, we can have this almost peace about experiencing the negative, the hard parts of it. I just want to end by saying for some of you that may be thinking, where's the proof? Where's the, where's the data to prove that life is 50-50? And I just want to tell you that that's not the point of thinking that life is 50-50. It doesn't mean that it's exactly 50% positive or exactly 50% negative or difficult all the time. It just is a number, half and half, to help you be okay with the part that's hard. There's opposition in all things. Back to that scripture about Adam and Eve, they had no joy because they didn't know misery. We can sit there and and feel these negative emotions and be grateful that there is sadness so that there can be happiness. So throughout this week, when you're feeling a negative emotion or a difficult emotion come up, I want you to just try to let it be there. Name it. What am I feeling? I'm feeling frustrated. And just like, it's okay to be frustrated. And just allow it to be there in your body. And watch how much better that experience is for you. When you don't compound the shame or guilt because you are feeling frustrated. And you'll be able to show up better for other people once you just allow that feeling to be there. And then just let it be there as long as it needs to be. 
and stop adding the shame or guilt that sometimes have the effect of us lashing out at other people because we're feeling them when we add shame and guilt to them. So just try it and see how it goes and let me know. Thank you so much for listening. See you later.